Alex Test. Come on down to the standard. 14 Northeast 22nd. 14 Northeast 22nd. Northeast Portland. Conveniently in America. Perfect. Hey, everybody. My name is Alex, and this is the Alex Cast. Sort of. You may have figured that out from the strange opening music and the standard advertisement. Please go to the standard, facebook.com slash the standard PDX. So uh, this is a skip week for the show. I don't like doing them, but it's been a while and I feel like it's probably, I guess it's okay to skip one, but I do feel weird not giving you guys any content. I was recently on the Inspired Disorder podcast. Please find them at inspireddisorder.com or inspireddisordercollective.com where there is a collection of people that are inspired by disorder, which is not the best way to word things. Anyway, I have been crippled by the old depression bug as of late, and I just do not feel like trying to put together a show this week, and I hopefully will get one next week. I don't know. But if, uh, yeah, that's it. So I've also closed down my Facebook account <clears throat> for that same reason, but the facebook.com slash AlexCast, it's all there. I've given it over to one of the old school fans that have been around forever, and he is going to administer it. I, I, I don't know what that actually means, but it's still there if you need a Facebook thing. I am on Twitter as at the AlexCast, and that will be my main source of uh, trying to find some way to exist in this world and failing pretty much consistently. High energy fun. <laughs> the AlexCast comedy gold so yeah uh this is this isn't a show i guess but anyway oh the reason i brought up the inspired disorder uh podcast one because i was on it and you guys can listen and two because uh, uh we were talking on there about how i don't have a lot of the early episodes up in fact uh the the rss feed starts at episode i don't know 40 or something along those lines i don't remember but, uh, so yeah, I thought that since that was in my head and I was going to do like a skip week and I wanted to give you guys some kind of content. So for a lot of you, not that there are a lot of you, but for the, I guess the term would be plurality of you, you know, of the very small amount of people in the universe that listen to this, uh, of that, the majority of that very small minority have not heard a lot of the early episodes. So this is going to be a, um, I don't even want to say best of because it's not a best of. I'm not. I'm not cutting anything really. I might. Uh, I'm just going to run a couple filters on the old stuff, and I. Th yeah, that's about it. So yeah, I'm just going to throw you uh, some early episodes. Not some. Uh, it's going to be episode one, the first time I did the Alex Cast, and this goes back to when I put out the Void Sutras, my first book, and uh, it was a collection of poems and short stories. In preparation for putting that out, I started to do this podcast kind of concept where I was reading poems and just trying to get back in the, um, the you know, kind of the groove of being in a public eye. That's not like a great way to word it. And honestly, I don't even know if I read a poem in the first one. I probably do. I should probably go back and listen. But let's face it, I'm not going to. Um, this is, I mean, really, this is a guilt recording. It's 11 p.m. on a, on a Wednesday. And I was just, uh, I was walking home trying to, I don't know, trying to put together some kind of, you know, 
grab the shambles and the broken pieces from the ground and put together some kind of coherent narrative to move from here. And uh, during that, I thought, you know, why don't I just go home? I'll just record, a, you know, a bumper essentially to describe what I'm going to put out and do, you know, do an episode. So that's exactly what's going to happen. So episode number one is uh, coming up. And then I will, uh, I'm going to put another episode after that, but you'll hear from me uh, after episode number one is done, because uh, that's the way that it's going to work. God bless. Good luck. This is Edward R. Morrow signing out for the next 20-something minutes or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I suppose this makes some kind of sense now. Hello. And welcome to me talking into a silly microphone that's wrapped around my head with a little earpiece. And the earpiece really isn't doing all I want for me right now. Because um, it would be blocking my voice. I wonder if there's some... Yeah, I was going to say some kind of playback, but that would be silly. I wonder if you listen to music while this is going. Will that pick it up? Hmm. No, anyway. Um... I am here because I just recorded an hour of storytelling that went absolutely nowhere. It was terrible. Uh, it wasn't that terrible, but it was poorly delivered. And then I realized that since I hadn't actually finished the story yet, it was probably a poor choice. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to record this thing. I've been sending random emails to people today. Um, uh, one of, I sent one to Tyler. Um, about some kind of drunken philosophy. Uh, uh, I have no idea. And then uh, I think I sent one to Sean McGann, which is strange because I rarely send him emails, and especially of the random. Uh, and you know, you know, I th I thought of that is because I was listening to Tyler's podcast and he had Sean on there. Why am I saying it like this? I mean, to be fair, probably Tyler's the only one that's going to ever listen to this if I bother to send it to him. But I told him I'd get really high. And and, and uh, do do a talking thing out loud with my parents when they're, they're not here right now. So, um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was thinking of reading something. That's what I did on the last one, which didn't work out so well. Fucking Lulu.com is a piece of shit. They were supposed to go six to eight weeks to go on Amazon. So, I wait eight weeks, I write them, and I say, Hey, Lulu.com. I'm your customer. My name is Alex Bolin, and I would like an explanation for why my shit is not on Amazon yet. And uh, and uh, they don't worry me back. So I was like, fuck this. They said two days, they'll write me back. Well, the website said, not they. Because if they had said it, then they did write me back, and my whole story would be bullshit. But anyway. So, um, two, three days later, I go on their instant talk to them program that they keep... And uh, I talked to a fellow named Solomon, who uh, I, you know, chatted with. And uh, Solomon apologized up and down for the mistake, saying, oh, we will get this remedied, and he will talk to a specialist. So that's pretty exciting. I like specialists. So uh, he his talking to a specialist uh, uh, didn't work, apparently, because I waited three more days on the um, two days we'll get to back to you by thing. So basically we're at uh, a week and a half now. Uh, into the two days, so uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And then I wrote him again saying, uh, "Please, you know, respond to me immediately. This is bullshit." I didn't say bullshit. I was very polite, but um, yeah, I haven't heard back from him. So 
I may have to go behind their back and do direct publish with Amazon, which, if only I knew that was an option, I would have just done that in the first place and bent Lulu over a table. But anyway, um, so I don't remember what I was saying. <clears throat> this, is, this is hard to, to talk in a conversational tone. I'm drinking tea. It's, it's delicious. I'm playing Scrabble, so if you hear me clicking in the background, that's Scrabble or random. I just checked on Amazon, and I'm still not there, because I hate they shitting on on that fine service called Lulu, when I don't have to. Anyway, uh, I'm going to read something. Uh, is that what I'm going to do? Uh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Alright, let's read this one. This is from that book I put out that a couple of people read and the people I wanted to hear back from never did. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, alright, so this one's The Intelligence of Crows. She told me that her true smile was reserved, and all that we get is a drunken, mangled thing, an attempt at faking her way through another pointless evening, tired and alone. She left me. That, she told me her smile existed somewhere in memory, a pinprick on the periphery, like Carl Sagan's earth or the quickly fading lights of cars speeding away. She laughs some alacra at the rambling jokes of those that keep the time until something better comes along. She tried to stop when I was around, so we cried together instead. We woke with a small smell of sleep, red-eyed and innocent. We dressed and lifted our lips in false greeting. The sunlight was languishing in the clouds as we walked hand in hand. Her hair was tangled with the sunlight as our eyes met in mourning, lamentations for what would be left behind. I, was, well, I stumbled once. That was not bad. I'm not good at reading out loud, apparently. <clears throat> I wonder what I'm doing this for. I'm drink more tea. I'm staring at the uh, Facebook uh, window right now, and there's this, uh, this thing that people do where they post like these kind of like cryptid half-sentences. So, uh, uh, but I mean, okay, that's not a good example. Um, I shouldn't have brought this up. I should have had an example in front of me. But uh, they'll say things like, oh man, not again, or oh, of course that'll happen, or you know, these kind of cryptid, uh, you know, can't wait for sleep, or, well, can't wait for now, that was, can't wait for sleep, was pretty goddamn straightforward. I want to find a cryptic one, this is bullshit. It's too early, no, uh, that's, that's... Relatively straightforward, because it's early. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, this is so boring. Why? Well, I mean, it's not boring. It's, you don't have to listen to it. But you probably mean me. I'm going to put some music behind here and make this thing kick ass. I'm still looking. This is this is where a co-host would be great, because, you know, he could be like, Hey, uh, I, uh, what about that? thing that we saw on the paper and I'd be like half paying attention to be like, oh yeah, that was some wild stuff and then, then you know, he'd be like, yeah, speaking about wild and then he'd talk about his weekend on the town, you know, be like, yeah, you know, throw him back some brewskis and I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, throw him back some brewskis and you know, I wouldn't say fuck because in this imaginary scenario we're on the radio. Um, I wish I could post fucking pictures of my cat. I don't, I don't have a cat. I would really love to like just kind of post and go, look at cute kitty. Oh, it's so adorable. Anyway, my 
my co-host should be covering me right now and saying, you know, man, I got all sorts of drunk over the weekend, bringing back some skanks. Yeah, well, you know what I'm talking about. And we'd high five. Well, we wouldn't actually high five. He'd clap his hands together and pretend it was a high five because that's like kind of the secret of the radio business. I'm letting you guys in on. Um, well, not really because of the whole not being on the radio thing and I'm sitting in my room looking at pictures of birthday cake. Uh, so, but in the imaginary world of, of Alex Jones, radio, Badgers, we, we would, uh, we'd high five and talk about tanks, fake time weekend in the sun. This is, uh, really going on. Did I read something or, oh yeah, I did. Oh, that was the only thing I had planned. Um, oh yeah, I talked about a Facebook thing, but I couldn't find an example. Playing, uh. I think Scrabble on Facebook, which is actually quite frustrating because I'm at my computer far more often than everybody else, so I have to wait for them. And Lulu still has not me. So anyway, um, I wonder how long I'm talking. I wonder if I'm even recording. Did I hit record? I uh, I did like I'm gonna say a half an hour before. Um, hold on, I have to drink tea. I did like a half an hour one. Did I say that already? I probably did, but I did like a half an hour one, and um, it, uh, it was terrible, so I deleted it. But uh, was that the half an hour? I don't, either way, uh, I wasted time earlier because I forgot to hit record. I was just talking to myself in my room, which uh, what I'm doing right now. But uh, now at least there's a like these squiggly lines that represent my voice. Um, and, uh, you know, it's proof that I'm doing something, not just going nuts. Oh, oh shit. Oh, there's, I wonder if I can figure out how to play this for you. And uh, no, I can't. Well, eventually, if I can ever, if I reinstall the software, I, I record myself while I'm sleeping sometimes. Uh, just audio, though. It's not as creepy. Well, whatever. But, um,. I caught myself uh, talking in my sleep, which is why I was recording myself to see if I catch that, and it's really great because uh, I have no idea what I'm saying. Something along the lines of like, "Wow, whoa, whoa, what's what's the big story now?" Or something. It, it's really it's uh, kind of violent in its wake up. Do I have it written down? Yeah. My best my best uh, idea is that it says, "What what what what's the big time? What's the two beat?" Which is obviously makes a whole tremendous amount of sense. Uh, yeah, wow. This entire concept of a podcast is pretty silly. Last night I went to uh, I went to the standard pub, uh, not like the the pub that I go to on a regular basis, which happens to be that one, but the pub that's actually named the standard. And uh, I sat around by myself drinking a couple beers, and it was uh, kind of boring. But we watched a, a trauma movie called uh, Blood Junkie, uh, which was thoroughly terrible uh but it was good to sit there and we were kind of uh you know musing whether or not it was a movie that was actually shot in the 80s or made to look like the 80s which i thought was made to look like the 80s and the copyright said 2003 but i don't know if that means the release was 2003 like i know trauma sometimes doesn't put out their movies that were too shitty um or something like that i know there's one called um death by temptation i believe it was called and uh it was like a vampire movie, and I think I think Samuel Jackson was in it, or yeah, I think it was Samuel Jackson before he was before as a star. So this is a shitty movie, but once Samuel Jackson hit, they uh, 
they re-released it. And so I, I don't know if this uh, if this blood junkie is is one of uh, is that or is actually you know a modern movie. And that sentence really fell apart. You can tell I'm a, I'm a little distracted if you're a regular listener because I have a lot of those. Um, I suppose I'll read something else. This is a, a little more about light. It sits there, lying dead on clouds, and the burgeoning green of spring branches, the slow, languid yellows, the sepia of the coming dark. So it is, as the movements of breath, the motions of eyes over steaming cups, the imperceptible shift from sea speed to cessation, from rain to darkening ground. Sometimes it is a rusted coffee tin in an overgrown garden, diffusing all wrong. The wind picks up in its stead. The notebook is slowly filling with confused phrases in an unsteady hand. The red notebook fills with blue ink. As pages turn faster, languages fall to pieces. Garbled lines slowly reduce to nothing. Nothing. Water drips in the sterile white. The light will sometimes stall. The reflection in the mirror becomes unfamiliar as the noises outside begin to repeat. So a problem reading aloud uh, sometimes, which I suppose that's why I'm practicing this, is um, I don't read aloud like I read, uh, you know, uh, in my head, which is a very childlike way of putting, putting it. But uh, I'm kind of a speed reader, so while I'm reading one line, like, you know, kind of, um, how do you put a cogitating one line? Well, I'm understanding one line, my eyes are already kind of skimming over the next, so... Um, I read quite fast, but the, this, you can't do that while reading aloud, because, well, let's just say you can't. I mean, fuck you. You probably can't even do it when you're reading quiet, so look at me all judgmental about my reading ability. But, um, okay, hold on, I have to drink more tea. Uh, it's, uh, uh the tea was cold. There's a this uh, background static that I hear while I'm listening to this. I wonder if it's going to show up. I think it does. Uh, I mean, I can kind of see it on this little. What are these things called? A spectrograph, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. So, um, what was I talking about before I started reading things? Oh, fuck. She's really taking notes. I just reinstalled my whole computer. Um, which is again a childish way of putting it. I, re I, uh, I guess reinstalled my uh, my OS. I guess the way that adults would say it. But um, so it actually runs a little bit, which is nice. Uh, but uh, it's kind of weird because I've had all, all my uh, my bookmarks are gone, which you would think isn't that big of a deal. Like you would remember the things you go to every day, but god damn, man, it's really hard to remember. Um, but yeah, I guess, uh, hold on, I need more tea. It's weird how one tea sounds like that and the other one sounds like you're smoking pot. It's hot. Uh, so, uh, very distracted right now. Well, mostly because I didn't take any notes and I wanted to see how long I can do this for. I don't expect anybody to listen to this. Um, Tyler uh, and Sean, as I referenced before, sent a, uh, recorded a podcast and I was like, oh, Maybe I should do that, because I, I used to do one. Um, I used to do one. I think I recorded one full episode and mixed it. 
and mix is a really, really, really loose usage of that term. I uh, put a like a score behind it, I suppose. I was just reading a story that I wrote, uh, like, but I wrote it for that, and uh, yeah, so I put down a uh, what? Let's see. Oh, that was weird. That click was annoying. Anyway, it was called uh, uh, Jean Sibelius. Jean Jean Sibelius. Jean Sibelius. Uh, so it's spelled Jean J E A N S I B L I U S. Symphony Number no. Four and Six. The Oceanids. Anyway, I was listening to that, and then these weird sounds of the planets thing. And it was just a complete ripoff of. Uh, Adam's motion in the void. God, that click is annoying, huh? Um, yeah, so, uh, but anyway, I recorded, like, I recorded three of them, and then I actually mixed one and put, uh, put Jean Célibius, uh, underneath it, and a bunch of this other little bullshit, you know, like a wacky horn when I need it, you know, wonka wonka, and, uh, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, it was just a rip-off. I was doing this really badly affected voice, and it, it, it irritated me. It didn't irritate me. It was just not very good. So I deleted it. Uh, I, in fact, I deleted all of them. I thought I still had the... Um, I was, well, not thought. I was hoping I still had the... Uh, oh, God, that click's irritating. I'm sorry, guys. I thought I still had the... Uh, oh, wait. There it is. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I still have the text files. Let's see. One's called Drunk John, and the other one's called The Voice. Let's go to Voice and see what that says. Huh. No okay, here, well, this will be fun. Um, so this is uh, a, a random file I found on my computer that uh, was labeled The Voice. So I haven't looked on this in forever. So uh, let's read it. To be awake at night, to not drink myself to bed, to own the moment like in earlier years. I saw the girls of infatuation and left them behind. I walked home for meh. I walked home for hope of being alone, of writing, or knowing, or simply existing in a moment not dominated by the feeling of being alone. I sip a beer and try not to write. I type words which no one should ever be bothered to hear. The empty mailbox and clicking keys have nothing better to do. To be fair, I've never spelled correctly much. So, please look past that when you read what I've given you. I'm ashamed of my fast typing and wandering mind, which has led me to sit alone again and dream of something better. I walked alone today, and I saw a stuffed dinosaur on a newspaper box. As I took a picture of this, a woman looked at my smile and was worried. So worried, in fact, she increased her pace. And I felt somehow correct with my camera in my hand and my dinosaur stuffed and my mouth opened. The coffee shop was good, the book better. I walked home with an extinct stuffed animal in my pocket and hoped for something better. That wasn't very good. Um, let's see. Oh, I remember when I was writing this stuff, I was trying to do... Um, the version I like is by Al Jarreau. Uh What the hell? Who does it? You know Sunshine when when she's gone. Was, uh... Ah, fuck, I'm an idiot. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, Bill Withers. Uh, so anyway, I was, uh, I was became obsessed with this. A roof in town that uh, there was a garden on it. Anyway, uh, so the line has become obsessed with the building in my city. I walk by nightly and daily and afternoonly, looking for longingly, looking, oh, looking longingly, afternoonly looking longingly. That's terrible. And that wasn't even the right building. That was the uh, there's a storage building by the. Jeez, uh, what is it? I think it's the Burnside Bridge that I like. 
Oh. oh, here's the other one. My heart nearly broke when I looked up and saw a door to a rooftop garden through latticework and the green moments marking the lines held there, marking my times held there. Ugh. It hurt to imagine sitting up there with someone, a drink, to talk, to not be once again walking with nowhere to go and no one to be alone with. God, I say alone a lot. Uh, she has nothing of remote interest in her purse, and it nearly killed the conversation, until I found a small plastic dinosaur on a remote shelf and the words flowed again, of childhood and the hidden things that existed then, of music and games, philosophy and favorite sport. Oh, Jesus, no wonder I don't remember these. Terrible, I'm sorry. Did she really plan better? How long? I've been yakking for a while. Am I? Oh god, it's only 20 minutes. Fuck. Uh. Oh yeah, this is the. This is the voice one. Um. Uh, well, whatever, I'll read it, uh, and I'll try not to do it effective. But last time I did it, like, I did it, and it's like, I call this, uh, fucking Talboids kind of thing. Okay, that was an exaggeration, but. Hard <clears throat> of man, you can drink tea. When I made a cup of tea, I was thinking, I could go, pardon me, I need to drink tea and take a sip, and then that could be a spot where I edit. But, uh, I realized I don't know how to edit, so. Yeah, fuck y'all. Now I'm just obnoxious. Um, so uh, it says, uh, I call this drunken Jonathan and the ghost of Saturday night. You see, I wrote that when I was walking home, very drunk, from a pub or a bar or someplace with frequent servicing of drinks and small beer or conversation with the bartender. My only friend in this oppressive heat of bar of drink was a fan weakly gesturing in the negative and hitting my face with cooler air, the smell of foreign cigarettes of a patron to my left. My walk, as stumbling and ungraceful as it was, became a joy towards the more tree-lined streets, the smells of juniper and lavender, and this weird mint-like marijuana odor I cannot eat. That smell, that marijuana, that mint-like marijuana, have followed, I have followed in previous perambulations through these streets, but to no avail. Repeated searches on the internet for strange pot-like minty odor have bred no results. In my most recent olfactory stagger, I had crossed the street and turned right, then left, and awoke when I saw the, a fellow straggler of the night coming towards me. He looked drunk, happy, me-like in a certain aspect, though very much non-me in most others. Of course he came close enough, I noticed the shimmering eyes of recent weeping, and the inarguable hairstyle of having been swept backwards, then forwards, grabbed and tugged. It was the haircut of sighing. I knew that hair and those eyes, and nodded an over-nodded hello. He returned with an almost inaudible hey. And I'm going to cue that says music with lots of uh, dots, so I guess I was supposed to put music here. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm going to cut. <sighs> Edit. Uh, so we're back from music. Hey, <laughs> welcome. Jonathan, as it turned out, he was named, hailed from a different pub, a different oscillating fan, and a wholly different evening of gathered... Let's start that again. Hailed from a different pub, a different oscillating fan, and a wholly different evening of getting ignored by someone he had planned on dating. Very seriously. I nodded my empathy. I like Jonathan. Immediately took a dislike for this anti-siren he so ramblingly described. He and I would be a good thing. Oh. Why is this getting sexy? 
Oh, he and I decided it would be a good thing, a comfortable thing, to go to the third and completely different bar, to get drunker, to get conversationally friendly, to get away from our shared experience of being drunk and awfully drunk and alone and awfully drunk and alone. I felt I could give him tips, since I've been awful and alone for so much longer than he has. I was in the middle ages of my loneliness. It barely registered anymore, as if a subtle headache, which appears only during fast eye movements, or too quick standing, or a loud noise, sudden. He had become adept at keeping my eyes... Ugh. Fuck me. This is poorly written. It's a problem. I had become adept of keeping my eyes forward, my posture low, my loneliness as part of some background of radiation, some layer of being that was to be accepted as part of the normalcy of my everyday. Jonathan was just entering the pubescence of being alone, of feeling the growing heat of loins and the soul-wrenching disquiet of thoughts of coming on, of going on by yourself. Those go away, eventually, I told him. I barely left lust after girls, I see. I barely rend my clothes in pain and tried to take it. Fuck. Let's try this again. See, it would help if I punctuated properly or used paragraphs. Uh, thoughts of those go away eventually, I told him. I barely lost after girls, I see. I barely rend my clothes in pain. I tried to take him under my drunken wing and heal his newly disfigured face. We drank a shot of bourbon, and it settled into a beer. It was a comfortable new place, which smelled of air conditioning and little clientele. We talked for a great while, it seemed, until she came in. Jessica. Here's another music break. Music break! Everybody would listen to music. Maybe so lyrics got something to do with the content of the thing that's being read. Oh my god, with the moment again. Hey, the song's probably related to being alone and heartbreaking. Someone named Jessica. And we're back. Jessica is someone I once knew before my middle aged loneliness, before my late 20s. Before my, ugh, fuck me, I'm terrible at reading out loud, I'm sorry. Jessica is someone I once knew, before my middle-aged loneliness, before my late-twenties loneliness, before my pubescent loneliness, which my friend Jonathan is currently entering, in which some cruel coincidence was caused by her, the weeping thing, the unknown thing, Jessica. Jess and I were partners in an unknown crime, compatriots in a heartbreak. We, too, were hurt by the self-same one, that self-same Jessica who just came through the door, that self-same Jessica who I had not seen in three years, that self-same Jessica who was about to embark on a very uncomfortable situation. Oh, that's not... Oh, see, that, that other music break shouldn't have been... And I think I called Jessica John right there. See, naming two characters J is really smart, and then and sometimes I put J. Um, oh, wow. I never even finished this. Uh, I don't have the end of it. That's upsetting. <laughs> well, anyway, after the commercial break, which I put in, which I, yeah, anyway. Ugh. Uh, yeah, alright. Well, the end is, uh, uh, they, she sits at the table with them, uh, and they, they take out their dicks and say, what are we going to do about these? Uh, that part doesn't happen. And, um, I don't remember how it's supposed to end. Uh, yeah, she sits down, it's really uncomfortable, um, and I think, yeah, I think Jonathan ends up getting back with her, and then I'm drunk. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Jonathan gets back with her, because uh, she's all hammered, and they have, like, kind of a drunk fuck. And then I'm sitting at the bar, and I, uh, I think I make some reference. Yeah, 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 I, like, kind of motion the bartender, and, uh, I think the bartender says my name to me, like, yeah, yeah, that was it. Like, the bartender's like, yeah, sure, Alex, oh, one of the same. 
and then uh and then and it's like hey look at the big reveal that uh, I'm always alone and even I'm not in my car they know my name because God, I wonder what it writes about being drunk and alone. It's probably says something about me. Anyway, uh, so we're coming to the end of this thing, I suppose. I'm going to randomly end at a half an hour, so that means I'm going to burn two and a half more minutes. And uh, so we read a bunch of stuff. Um, maybe next time I do one of these, I'm going to tell you about my contacts lens king. It's uh, They're the king of contact lenses, and I can send them. Uh, a coupon they gave me for $30, and I'd be very excited about that, because, fuck man, $30, that's big cash fucking big money hustlers, which uh, that DVD is sitting over there. Uh, oh, I just found my tape recorder, so I'm going to um, I'm gonna try to get that uh, that sleepwalk, that sleep talking tape and uh, put that on there, because that might be a fun thing. Um, Let's see. What what can we talk about next time? I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna give a review of some music I listen to because that'll be fun. Maybe we, maybe we can do a part of the radio segment I used to do when I was on W N E W is uh, where we'll play Sudoku uh, on the radio, and everybody be kind of like, hey, I'm gonna put a three here. What do you guys think? Well, let's go to the callers. W N E W. We play all the hits. What do you think? And she's like, hey, if you put a two there, and you can put a two on that top right corner, and and then uh, you got your twos column. We're like fucking a. That's some good shit right there. Way to go, honey. Almost done with my tea. This is almost poetic. Wait, I'm going to chuck my tea right here. No, wait, no, I'm not. It's going to be the end of it at, at 30 minutes. God, I can't believe I just yacked for 30 minutes. No, I really fucking... And I didn't read anything without stumbling, which is kind of the point. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to stop now. Here, this is the end of my tea. That was for Tyler. We did that at a diner that we don't remember why we were coming from, or I don't remember because we talk about it all, all the time. I still never bought that fucking red light bulb, which I talked about in episode four. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, Drunk John gets back with Jessica. Um, I got really high and drank a bunch of tea, and I hear reflections in the walls. Uh, and then uh, we read a bunch of shit, so that's it. Uh, I hope you guys have a warm and loving holiday season. And uh, I'll be back with you uh, November 17th, uh, 6 p.m. in the year of our Lord, 1998. See ya! Okay, uh, so that was episode number one. I didn't really listen to it, I'll tell you the truth. Um... Yeah, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a reading here because that, uh, you know, reminds me of that. This is from the book I just wrote. If you don't want to have spoilers, don't read this. Don't listen to this next, like, four minutes. Um, essentially, what you need to know is that the book is follows the story of a man named John. And he gets, after a fashion, a quote-unquote job at an office in the woods. In the office in the woods, he finds a, a child that sits in the yard holding balloons and in the yard there's a tree and he lets balloons go to be caught in the branches there is also a girl there and she works the secretary's desk and her name is Callie and then there is a giant fat man who dresses strangely called Hephaestus James Bonobus and some combination of those are about to show up here so this is a uh, 
this is about a third away through the book, and this is where it really starts to get weird. I mean, there's been some weird stuff before, but anyway, uh, this is your reward for sitting through this episode. Here's a little bit of the novel. So this comes from uh, the book I just published called Periphery, and that is available on Amazon.com. You can uh, search for uh, Alex Bolin, Alex with two X's, Bolin, B-O-L-L-E-N, or go to alexcast.com, Alex is always spelled with two X's, alexcast.com, and click a little thing called books, or just go alexcast.com slash books. So anyway. I'm going to read this part to you. In the yard, as sure of a location as one gets in this world of half-perceptions and moving fables, John feels compelled to watch the keeper of the tree do his work. The child, with his balloons, now appears not as an adult through the lens of the periphery. His eyes are radiant, his face flawless, angelic in its aspect. John, content in its moment, in the comforts of the sideways universe, sits and watches with a relaxed vision. It is then that he sees what the child holds. It is then that John recoils from the balloons. What was seconds previous a balloon floating in the intermediate area between ground and sky, a childhood token of love and innocence, is now a naked, jaundiced, hairy thing writhing on a bloodied cord. It looks wrong, not meant for this world, for those eyes. It looks as if created for another environment, another planet entirely, ejected from the subconscious of a maniac. John feels a kinship with the horror, this reject of the universe. He notes to himself that he feels no need to approach it for further study. He has known this creature before. He has seen this heresy in his dreams. He has watched this monster from within waking nightmares. He has run from its kin under a rain of birds. He has battled his brother in the recesses of an office. The child's face is as inexpressive as John's is repulsed. Hephaestus looks on from his ivory tower, only to see John's world. Listen. The child releases one of these squirming, writhing things, and it floats through the air by some unknown aspect of physics. It floats as if it were still a balloon. Now, it is no mere balloon. In the doors of John's mind, now open, will no longer shut out these terrifying visions. The screeching horror rises higher, in doing so fills John's perspective with more and more trunk, more and more tree. He follows the monster on the mortgage string as it rises into the branches, if only they were still branches. It floats to the upper branches of the tree. Oh God, the tree. His eyes follows its transit from the base. Each new inch a new horror, until the tendril branches begin their dissection. The tree now appears as a twisted thing, a reptilian, mammalian, chimerical monster, with a base like piles of rotted leather. The top is slowly shifting to an amorphous, bile-spurting horror. John wishes it could go back to the way it was. A nice tree in a nice yard. Nothing squirming, nothing sinister. As the animal reaches the boughs, the tree bends forward fast. The balloon pops. A mist of blood rains down upon the child and the man. A sound of cracking bone and swishing flesh mixes with the echoes of creaking branches and a slow breeze. The branches snap back into place. The chimera becomes chameleon, again becoming tree. The tree stops its motion as one last strip of red falls, as if in lesser gravity, to the abattoir grass. John is frozen, in shock, and in blood. John looks to the tree, to the grass, to the tree, to the grass and finally to the others in the yard, shaken. The child smiles broadly. You do learn quickly. The tree saw you arrive and was nervous. It will be okay now.
John looks to the glowing form in front of him, now both man and child, and bites back a question. He knows that this is something best left to another time for an explanation. The tree looks to John and decides on something. John looks to now what is a child again, and a tiny hand wraps around his own, sticking together with bile and blood. Please, this is necessary. This is the way things circle, and again, please. I trust you, but please tell me to look away before the next feeding. John the Younger, the child speaks with a voice like gravity. The next one will be something you need to see. The next is one of rebirth. We will feed the tree three days hence, and remember him that will be again. The sway of the trees mimics the laughing of reptiles as the boy skips away. Hephaestus nods in approval from his place above. The man who is new sits down and hopes the bloody grass holds no new secrets. And yes, that is a little bit of the book I wrote. I didn't do the best job reading it, but as anybody that heard the early episodes, maybe even episode one, I haven't listened to it, but I'm assuming I fucked up reading something. So that's the best you're going to get from that. And yeah, so next up is episode number nine. Uh, It starts off with a song. I'm not going to cut the song because fuck y'all. I ain't doing no more work than I have to because I'm the kind of guy that says things like that. As well, you know, from the hundred and whatever episodes in which I rarely say things like fuck y'all. And if I do, it's an obvious attempt to sound ironic. Yep. So, uh, yeah, here's episodes 109. Um, Yeah, if you want to. Uh, go to Amazon.com, search for Alex Bolin, Alex with two X's, B-O-L-L-E-N, and you can find uh, both Periphery, my new novel, and Void Sutras, the thing that started the Alex Chest. And that's that. So, yeah, of the 30 of you that are listening right now, maybe, um, you know, I don't know, how about have uh, seven of you? Uh, you can purchase it, and it'd be lovely. I don't care about money, I just, I want to feel loved. I just want to feel loved. God bless. Guten Abend. Enjoy. Episode 9. Thank you.
decided to start calling the Alex cast which uh, isn't a particularly good name but the other one I <clears throat> I wanted to use was uh, the shittiest podcast in the history of ever which I think is a funnier name but I get really tired of it quickly my online presence as little as it is based around one angry anthropoid which was a huge mistake uh, it's very hard to spell it's hard to communicate it's the number one uh, angry anthropoid because everybody thinks it's arthropod, which I think is like a shelled uh, crab or uh, some kind of insect. Arthropod. Well, anyway, the point is uh, there's a mistake, so we changed everything to be Alex with two X's, which is slightly less annoying. But I thought it'd be funny to make things even more complicated that the world's shittiest podcast is at you know, one angry anthropoid, dot whatever, dot whatever, or, um, <clears throat> my other idea to make it overly complicated is to, um, I was going to get a website and have it be alexwith2x's.com, but, uh, it would actually be A-L-E-X-X, oh, sorry, right, A-L-E-X hyphen W-I-T-H hyphen the number two hyphen X-E-S com because I, I just thought it'd be fun to be impossible to find and then I realized that that would cost money and I don't have any money though I do however have some money and that's what I want to tell you guys about um, I was playing uh, a bit of a game I like to play last night which is called drink myself into not feeling and during drink myself into not feeling I decided to play a different game which is called uh, lottery so I went to the uh, the uh, video poker machines at the local bar I go to, the standard, as referenced before, and I won. I don't know. I won. I won some money. At least a hundred dollars. It's probably a little more than that, because I went back after the first win and then kind of lost some of that. Then went back again and kind of lost some of. Uh, uh, wait, hold on a second. Yeah, so I, I went back after my first win and lost some, and then once more. Anyway, I walked out with like slightly over 100 bucks which if you recall from the depressed cast uh that's about what i needed for uh the shittier of the two recording equipment uh pieces so i might um bite the bullet and pick that up i'm not sure yet uh oh uh, i don't know if i really want to spend that kind of money but i do want to record interview type stuff 
So, I don't know. If any of you guys want to... I wish you'd talk to me more. Um, you should email me. It's, uh, uh, as I said, oneangryanthropoid.gmail.com uh, It's also oneangryanthropoid.blogspot.com and alexx.blogspot.com Those both go to the same place. But, um... If you guys email me and tell me if you want interviews or if you want uh, more episodes or just talk to me. I'm lonely. But the point is I want some money and uh, I'm going to put some, at least some of it into the podcast. I might uh, I might either do the portable recording equipment or I can buy a chintzy little mixer uh, on Amazon for like 30 bucks and got these little tiny guys and then just drag a laptop someplace, which would be annoying to set up and we'd have really bad microphones, but that can be slowly changed. Or, I just buy one thing. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't like thinking about money that much. In the other room, if you can hear that, which you can't because it's not making any noise, I'm cooking garbanzo beans. This is a new thing in my life. Not the cooking, but the cooking of garbanzo beans, because I realize I find them delicious. I still have yet to figure out how to make them in the way that I find them delicious. You know, like, anytime you get, like, beans and rice at a place, the garbanzo beans, they always have, like, some kind of flavoring on it. Seasoning? And I don't know what it is, because I don't really know much about seasoning. Uh, so... Yeah, I'm making garbanzo... Why did I start talking about that? So I got distracted by the fact that somebody played a Scrabble move, so we're gonna... We're back to Radio Scrabble. Uh, podcast Scrabble. I wish, I wish I could, um tell you guys how little it matters to me, how uninteresting this is, but I just can't get that across. Because the thing is, uh, apparently, I talked about this last time, and now I'm going to sound like a braggart, but I'm not being a braggart. I get a couple listeners uh, to this thing. So I think my rambling nonsense is really a unique way to approach a podcast, that a lot of people keep trying for this quality or uh, entertainment. Uh, what I like to do is sit around and talk about money and play online Scrabble. I'm putting on my glasses right now. Now, I haven't worn glasses in a while. I usually wear uh, contact lenses, but it's that time of the month that I have to take my contacts out because I got those monthly ones, and <clears throat> oh boy, do I forget how shitty my eyesight is. Uh, it is, uh, it's bad. It's very bad. So, uh, we're going to play a game of Scrabble here. Oh, this is kind of easy. I got an easy move. I just have to use... Somebody put hush down, and I've got an S, so I'm going to change that into shush, which I hope is a word. And we're going to put... We're going to make that uh, I've got S-O-N-I-R-R-L. So, uh... Sin... Soil looks to be the longest word I can do. Oh, I only can do a four-letter word anyway, and they're all the same point value. So do soil. That's a fatty 16 points. Puts me back in the lead. It's currently uh, 195 to 205 in my favor uh, with 22 tiles remaining. So what was I just talking about? Oh yeah, buying that thing. Um, hold on a second. <coughs> I hope that wasn't too loud. I tried to cover it up as much as possible. I, I got fucking allergies this year, man. At least I think it, or I got sick. I'm not really sure which one. I think it's allergies. I feel like a... My throat feels polleny. If if, a th if one's throat can feel polleny, mine does. Uh, fuck, it's terrible. <clears throat> Very. Uh, it's just I'm all whatever. But I wanted to record a podcast for you guys. So in asking my friends what I should talk about, uh, I received no answer from Vincent, 
now is no longer my friend. But I did uh, hear back from John C. Myers. And uh, I said, give me a topic. And his response is, the topic of cancer is a hot topic. And then he asked, did you hear about that new book about Area 51, where the UFO was something sent over by Stalin? Or maybe you should talk about big money hustlers. Or some poetry shit. Now, <clears throat> what's funny about that... Well, I mean, there's multiple funny things about that, because John is hilarious. I mean, not there. I mean, that was really just lacking humor. But, uh, I mean, really, it's probably the most uninteresting email ever written. But th the fact is... I've already talked about Big Money Hustles on here, because uh, one time I was searching through uh, my room to find something to talk about, and Big Money Hustles was there. But that UFO thing actually is pretty interesting. I did uh, I did hear about this book, and um, apparently the theory goes like this, that uh, World War II... Wait, no, what year was Roswell? Fuck! <clears throat> oh, is it... He said Stalin, so it's World II. Uh... Yeah. Hey, Roswell crash. Roswell crash. Uh, I think it's 41 is my guess, so that would, that would make it kind of the end of the war, right? Uh, oh, 47. Okay, yeah, so <clears throat> the idea is... Uh, oh, here's the book review. That, uh, <clears throat> Stalin actually uh, used the bodies of mangled children or... In certain stories, uh, apes. Um, I didn't read this book, but I, I've heard this theory before, or a similar theory. And then it was to uh, put fear in the heart of the hearts of the Americans that there was a uh, you know an outer space menace. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I don't know if it worked or not, but I mean that's the idea behind the Roswell thing. So that wasn't aliens. There wasn't a weather balloon. Uh, it's an interesting enough theory. Uh, the only pro well, there's multiple problems I have with it, but. Uh, one of the many problems I have is that wouldn't the Russians kind of, <clears throat> um, how do I word it, like, wouldn't they find out as well? I mean, I know their press wasn't exactly free back in 47, but you would think you're running a pretty big risk about that, because if they find out about it, they're just going to be just as afraid, right? Or, I mean, I guess maybe I'm thinking about this backwards, I'm thinking about it from the perspective of the populace. So who gives a fuck if they're afraid? It's it's the military. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I'm not I'm not entirely convinced about any of this shit. Uh, we we've talked about the esoteric numerous times on the podcast. And I'm not sure. I mean, obviously something went down in Roswell. I mean, that's it's obvious. Whether or not there's some kind of uh, terrestrial advanced technology, extraterrestrial, crypto terrestrial. Uh, I don't know. Eh, it's certainly interesting. Uh, the other thing, I, I'm not going to talk about cancer. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> God, these allergies are terrible. So, oh yeah, I already talked about money, didn't I? Oh, well, now I gotta take a drink of my viso. This is terrible. Wow, my uh, my Scrabble partner is uh, <clears throat> is playing at a mile a minute if I do say so myself, and I will. Oh, these letters are terrible. Uh, so she built milk off of my uh, off of my soil, which kind of sounds dirty, but uh, I don't think it is. I have I now oh god these letters are terrible now I have uh, J I N 
R-R-Y-R. Oh, fuck. That's some terrible letters. Um, Jin, I can do. How do you spell a Ginny? Like the old, um, was an old car, a Ginny? Um, well, you don't spell it like that. Alright, so, what I'm gonna do is, oh, my is a word. Alright, so if I do my on the double letter after the M, and then I just gotta find a word that ends in a Y in here. Ready? Uh, N-Y. Ginny? Fuck. Oh, this isn't good. Is, is, how do you spell rye? Like rye whiskey. R-Y-E, right? Uh, Inri? Like they said on the, um, the, the crucifix of Jesus. Uh, I don't know if you get I was raised Catholic. <clears throat> I didn't choose to be that way. Um, my parents are just jerks. But, uh... Yeah, so I was raised Catholic, and uh, on the crucifix that hung uh, from the uh, from the roof there, there uh, it said "In Re" over the cross. And I suppose, I mean, I suppose that's in the Bible. I I don't really remember that part, but uh, I think it means "In Re." I think the I is a J, right? So it's it's it means like Jew King in. The R is the R is Rex, like King. Ah, fuck, I don't remember. It basically means here lies the King of the Jews or something like that. Romans were kind of assholes, but you know, <clears throat> they did <clears throat> they did lay down the uh, the foundations of modern society. So you got to give them something. Yeah. So they kill one Messiah. I mean, technically, it was the eighth in the sequence. Uh, I don't know if that made any sense. Do you, do you guys know about that? What the Messiah is? Uh, this this Scrabble thing is getting. I don't want. See, if I play this nine point thing, I'm gonna go into second place. Or oh, if I went for eleven, that'll keep me the lead. Okay. So let's talk about let's talk about Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm having a fucking flashback here. Did I already talk about this? Well, I'm gonna talk about it again because who cares? The Messiah in. Uh, in the olden days, actually, uh, means the anointed one, <clears throat> and uh, the anointed one means one who is anointed with uh, olive oil. Uh, and the thing, the person that's anointed with olive oil is a leader. So uh, we're gonna look up uh, Messiah, and I'm gonna put anointed one. And what does that mean? Because I know he was. Um... Oh, here we go. Yeah, uh, this will describe it better, but essentially, yeah, here we go. So, uh, yeah, blah, 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 Messiah, blah, 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 trans here we go. Translation of the Hebrew word, blah, 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 and the Greek, blah, 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 becomes a blah, 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 ah, fuck. Um, where's the, where did I just see that? There was this really great outline on the Google page. Oh, entomology, there we go. Literally meaning the anointed king. But anyway, okay, the point is that you were going to be the anointed king, so you're the king that was going to lead the tribes of Israel uh, to victory. And I remember when I was in uh, a history class in college that Jesus was actually, I think, the seventh or the eighth Messiah in the lineage. That all, all it was was kind of a leader of men. I can't, I can't read all this. Um, 
while I'm on the podcast here. But anyway, the point is, uh, Messiah is the anointed one. So it all simply means he's a leader and uh, the man who is going to free the people of Israel. Uh, so apparently Jesus wasn't the Messiah as the original usage of the term uh, is. He's the Messiah in terms of I guess that this rapture thing had happened. Uh, it's 7:15 p.m. on the day of the rapture was predicted by some guy from radio.something.com, and I guess that would be him. Oh, you know, it's probably the same thing actually, because he, he he freed the people by coming back. So, all right, whatever. Anyway, so that's what the Messiah. Why the fuck did I start talking about that? Jesus, these this allergy medications get into my head. Um, Though, uh, in looking at this Wikipedia article, they have got uh, uh, Jewish Messianic Tradition Eschatology, which eschatology is one of my favorite words ever. Um, eschatology is the study of the, uh, like, end of time, um, like, the, the end of the world. Um, so, in Robert Anton Wilson, he uses the phrase... Uh, imminent. Oh boy, this is going to be a tough one. Imminent. Uh, Imminentize the eschaton, uh, which I still didn't pronounce right. But make eminent the eschaton. Uh, and I just like that phrase. It's really, it's really irritating. It's hard to say. It's, it's overly verbose. It's. Oh, what? What's that fucking? Word? There was this great word I used to. Uh, I was obsessed with. Uh, called. Um, sesquipedalian and when one acts sesquipedalian uh, one uses longer words when smaller would suffice so kind of by the mere utterance of sesquipedalian you are being sesquipedalian uh, it's something that I find uh, endlessly amusing not so much endlessly amusing but it's fun to think about uh, I'm rambling I always ramble uh, I'm going to take a break is that my new... Because I know there's something I want to talk about. I got it written down here. And I really want to blow my nose. So I'm just going to hit pause for a second. Okay. Uh, I'm back. Now I remember what, uh, why I started talking about that. That was that Enri thing. Which I don't know what... Oh, I started talking about that because of my letters. Scrabble. But uh, my Scrabble game is currently called Tom Landry's Hatbox. Which... Oh, I'm, I'm going to be giving away secrets here. But I'm going to tell you uh, some of the hidden secrets of the podcast is uh, I for well not for every episode but I tend to title them completely ridiculous things um, during the early stages so let me see if I can't find some examples for you uh, I know one was uh, the where do you find the full names of files like the hidden name in uh, let's see let's check out episode 7 I think episode 8's got one uh, yeah, so, um, episode 7's title in the, uh, like, the, those tag things, you know, like, if you hit properties, you can look at the title of Stop Looking At Me, and then let's see if I got any, uh, let's see, episode 1, I know some of the early ones had it, so episode 1 was, uh, oh, that was just called Alex Podcast Test 1, with the L and Alex being capitalized, because I never really thought those, those first two had, I had no intention of putting those public, so that's why they're kind of terrible. I mean, they're not terrible, but <clears throat> I've done this before. I've already talked about the fucking the shittiness of the old ones. I'm not going to 
start repeating myself nine episodes in. Um, so apparently episode four's full title is uh, uh, Swift Swifferson's House of Magical Wax and the album name is Tom Landry's Coaching Secrets Volume 3 and the genre is Rhythm and Blues. Let's see what episode five has to say. Uh, episode five is nothing. Man, this is really going nowhere. Um, this is why maybe I should. <clears throat> yeah, episode six is Tom Landry's Coaching Secrets Volume, uh, Volume Two. And then where the hell's the rest of my? I'm missing podcasts on here. That's not good. Um. Oh yeah. Wait, that's not good. I I've lost episode eight. Maybe it's in here. Oh, guys, I lost an episode. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I mean, I guess I could just re-download it. I know it exists somewhere. How the fuck do you lose an episode of a podcast? <clears throat> huh. Son of a bitch. Where the fuck is it? Oh, boy. I gotta tell you the truth, this is a little upsetting. I think I think episode eight, which is the reason I'm looking for this, right? Uh, I think episode eight, the uh, hidden title was. Oh God, I don't even remember. I think it was Phil and Samo's dance tips for the newly divorced, or something like that. Uh... Oh man, this is not good. So some of the uh, some of the file names in here uh, are kind of fun. I'm I'm on like a file name kick. Because sometimes, I'll, uh, uh, admittedly, um, every now and again, I might I might partake in a in a in a in a snifter of wine, uh, maybe a, 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 a small a small toke, a, the smallest the smallest amount of marijuana, and uh, I start downloading random shit that I think I'm going to use for the podcast. I just save it in the podcast folder for no no good reason. So apparently, at some point, I I have something called Japan Pretzel. Uh, I have Mag Balls, and then something called Om Mani Padme Om, which I am assuming I just grabbed some people doing chant on that one. What the fuck is Mag Balls? You're gonna do. I'm gonna make a note of what time this is in the uh, in the recording, and uh, I'm gonna mix it in. Mad balls, mad balls, gross for one, gross for all. We play with a mad ball, they're gross, funny, yucky, sick. There's eight, so you can take your pick. We throw, catch, it's uh-oh fun. There's so much gross in every one. Freaky fun is what they're for. There's so much ugly, so much more. Gross for one, gross for all. We play with a mad ball. We play with a mad ball. We play with a mad ball. Mad ball. Freaky fun for everyone, sold separately from Amtoy. Mad ball. Yeah, I'm really curious about this uh, Japan pretzel. Japan pretzel, I think I'll put in later. Is we're oh, you know, we're kind of far into this. This might be a long one because I haven't actually talked about anything yet, and I still haven't found episode eight. I see I've got episode eight data here. This is moderately disturbing. How the fuck do I lose an episode of my fucking podcast? And it doesn't even make any sense. It's got to exist in here somewhere. I mean, oh, maybe I should stop doing this because 
Of the list of things that I can find being boring as fuck in the universe, I can't think of many that's more boring as fuck than listening to some guy looking for a file on his computer. Which is literally what I was just doing. Like, I, I just, on a podcast, which, which I don't expect people to listen to, but I certainly have an inkling that somebody other than me is going to listen to, I thought that the amusing thing to do would be to whinge about losing a podcast file, which is just ball-grabbingly stupid. Oh, hey, you know what? Okay, so this is what we're going to get to. As I said, that this entire thing is based around uh, publicly humiliating myself. So if you want to uh, publicly humiliate your... Uh, uh, Holy shit, did I just fall apart there. I was trying to type and I... Uh, and I just fell apart. So anyway, uh, in an effort to further embarrass myself with old stuff, I found my old... Um, I, I, maybe I've referenced this, but whatever. I found my old live journal. Now, this goes back to... Uh, let me find out when this starts. This is not the... This is not like the, the, the super old one. Uh, this goes back to like... T maybe 2000. Maybe 2001. I had one before this. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm hitting the backward button. If you guys don't know the old uh, live journal layout. Which... Live journal was fucking great. I was... I almost want to go back to it, even though I've got a, a blogger account, which is almost exactly the same thing, but this is kind of fun. Uh, I already talked about that. Yeah, oneangryanthropoid.blogspot.com, alex.blogspot.com. Oh yeah, hey, uh, so as a reminder, uh, there is now a donate button on the podcast page, uh, alex.podomatic.com, and uh, there's also a donate button on uh, alex.blogspot.com, and... The idea is to get uh, get me money so I can uh, purchase some items that I did not win enough money for while uh, while gambling last night. Because I mean, let's face it, I'm just going to drink and gamble the rest of the way. So apparently, this one started on 24/4/2002, which why why is Live Journal doing an English uh, system? And by English, I mean I think the rest of the world uh, does it that way. So um, yeah, this is from. Um, April of 2002, so I was uh, 21 years old, uh, new to the drinking scene. Uh, re upon going back and reading some of this, it's I was I sounded like a 16 year old. I uh, basically I complained about being lonely, being depressed. Uh, I'm much more open, uh, you know. Anyway, the point is, uh, I complain uh, uh, oh oh so much. Um, there's this continual saga of uh, this girl I used to be friends with, who I won't name. Uh, I mean, if you guys, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so there's this continual saga with, like, missing this girl and her kind of leaving me hanging and blah, blah, blah. I think this is probably, like, really where, like, the, the downfall started, where I started falling apart. But anyway, uh, it was kind of fun to go back and read, because I forgot, I mean, half the shit I, I completely forgot about it. It's, ton of poems and fun things. I was writing poems like every night. So I was thinking about doing that again. Uh, but there's the reason I bring this up. The reason I bring this up actually originally was that I was going to tell you the name of this, but now that I'm flipping through, I don't I don't really want to do that. Uh, maybe I do. Alright, you know, I'll tell you what. 
I'm gonna leave it up to you because I, I just I don't I can't I, I, I can't announce this so if you guys want to know my old live journal address and trust me there is uh, some fucking there's some gems in here there's actually some quality stuff I'll tell you the truth but most for the most part it's shit on toast uh, <clears throat> so yeah write me uh, I already told you my email address before or you can find it on the podcast uh, the website that you got this from so I'm just gonna read a random thing from here um, there's a lot of kind of funnier stuff because I guess I was just doing a lot of throwaway poems uh, so this one's called goodbye sunny day and this is from 2002 uh, of October it says goodbye sunny day <clears throat> bid death adieu waving nonchalant over his shoulder as he walks away I smile to myself and go back in the cabin look at the blood looking at the bed the blood-stained sheets and the corpse on the floor filled with a sense of accomplishment I open a beer get to shoveling in the morning because apparently uh, I'm a murderer in in the in the reality of live journal <clears throat> What I also like about um, what I also like about live journals, you had these little cartoon men that tell you your mood. So my mood was hot, and my music was nada. So uh, here's another little uh, little poem, and this is an old one. I don't know if it's actually made it into the book, but I really like this one. I hope it did. Uh, I don't have I don't I don't have that. Anyway, if it made it into the book, it's been edited since then. I hope because I wrote this one on. 22, but eh, fuck it, I probably, that was probably the, the height of my poetic prowess, but uh, this it, it, it doesn't have a title, most things didn't have titles, so this is um, a poem, it just says here's a poem the other night, so it says The light from a 50 watt bowl sleeps on your chest, leaving the image of milky perfection and we stare at the small parts of one another insignificant irreplaceable moments and movements torn loose from the dance of sex and repentance then mark the moments between that inert light and the long drive home. Uh, so, <clears throat> I read that shitty. Um, I have a hard time saying uh, 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 perfection. It's a, it's a weird word to read in context. Uh, so, uh, that's a really fucking shitty poem. It's funny because I'm going through and there's uh, there's all these like three page poems. Not all these, but there's a few like these longer ones. And I don't, um, I don't write like that anymore. Well, I don't write poems anymore. I should start reading poems again, just because, uh, makes things more interesting. Uh, hold on a second. Okay, so that second ended up being, um, Jesus, like an hour or something. Anyway, my, you know, my garbanzo beans are done, and I'll tell you the truth, paprika is fucking delicious. Delicious. Um, uh, my roommate came home. And as I've said before, I don't like recording while I was here. But he's in the shower right now, and we're already 30 minutes in, so I forgot I'll just yap for a little bit more. Uh, I have no idea what I was talking about before we left. I'll be completely honest with you, so let us think about it for a second. Um, 
Oh, so um, Vincent finally got back to me, so we're, we're now friends again. And he said that I should talk about heaven and this whole rapture thing, and I kind of I brought it up before earlier in the podcast. And uh, really, to tell you the truth, I have nothing to say about it. Uh, the rapture thing, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. That book doesn't make a lot of sense. It's, I mean, it's good philosophy, but... So, Jesus comes back as the Anointed One as we went in, you know, in Re. Um... And, uh, then inexplicably, like, a few months where, like, the good people go away, then there's a few months of, like, tribulation or whatever, and I guess the bad people are left, and then, isn't there supposed to be, like, 2,000 years of Jesus as king? So, is Jesus king of, like, the shitheads? I mean, those are the ones that are left, right? Uh, I don't, I don't really understand it uh, all that much. So, but it, but it didn't happen. That's, that's the fun thing. And, assuming that, um, uh, it is the year 2011, because... Did we talk about this in a previous podcast that uh, I found that article about how the early Middle Ages didn't happen? It was like a 300-year gap. Uh, I don't remember if I talked about it. Anyway, long story short, there may have been uh, <clears throat> kind of a combination of clerical error and uh, people trying to like redo the calendar for their own means. You know, tra- like kings trying to be born in the year 1000 to you know satisfy you know previous biblical prophecies so they kind of fudge numbers yada yada because i mean at the time they didn't have like a linear system it was you know you're in the third year of king richard or whatever you know not you know i'm in you know 756 i mean they you know eventually that did yeah develop but for quite a long time that didn't work that way so apparently 300 years didn't exist it's kind of an interesting article you can get it on uh, i think i found it on io9 uh you ever read that site uh, io9 is a good one uh yeah, I don't know. Check it out if you're if you're into that whole lost history gimmick, or if you know me in real life, I I, I have it printed out. So just uh, send me an email, and I'll I'll give it to you. Uh, so I really, I guess I came back to uh, wrap things up. Oh, you know what I was talking about—that old live journal. That's exactly what it was. Uh, or did I change the subject since then? Who gives a shit? <clears throat> no one's gonna listen to this. Uh, the point is. Yeah, if you want that live journal, you gotta write to me, because I want to know things. And, uh, the donation button is kicking ass, so remember, uh, to go there. Uh, I've gotten an, an upwards of zero donation so far, so, you know, keep them coming in. Uh, I guess that's about it. I no reason really to do come back to this, I just, I, I wanted to clear, eh, I don't know. I, uh, I finally got around to reading, uh, well, I got a collection, uh, Taoist uh, shit. Uh, this one is uh, the complete Tao um, uh, Te Ching. Tao Te Ching. I, I don't know how to pronounce things. But anyway, it's uh, the Four Canons and the Yellow Emperor. With the Four Canons of the Yellow Emperor. It's also got the. Um, uh, I the Book of Virtue. Let's see, the Book of the Way. And then in the Book of the Ways, the main one. But anyway, the Book of Virtue was really stupid. It wasn't stupid, I'm sure it's fine. That was, that was a ridiculous overstatement. That's a lot of just, you know, a wise man is this if the opposite is true. You know, just trying, you know, just sounding wise to, uh, you know, a reed bends in the wind because bendability, flexibility is life and, and staying hard is death or, you know, just these fucking nonsense things. I shouldn't say it's nonsense. I'm sure it's a lovely, lovely religion, but I just, I, I found it annoying. But anyway, I got to the Book of the Way, and that's actually pretty good. Which, although the example I just used came from the Book of the Way, not the Book of Virtue, but <clears throat> there's, uh, there's some stuff in there, like, uh, obviously I'm around so much 
later than, than this book was written, or it's originally done, of course there's still wisdom in there. I mean, I would never say there isn't, but I think a lot of time with ancient philosophy, it kind of holds, its value doesn't hold as much as uh, one would think. Um, that didn't make any sense. What I mean to say is that it's been reinterpreted and restated in so many other forms that I guess reading the original is off. Uh, by that I mean, uh, let me try to explain this. Like, I use the same analogy with Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane is a, is a fine movie. It makes the list the best movie ever all the time. You know, number one. However, the themes of it have been done since then and done to death. Um, the visual aspects are still beautiful, but I think visually movies now are far more striking. And not even now, even the 1970s, whatever, you know. Uh, the point is, uh, it... Uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, yeah, so... It, uh, but you don't really need to watch Citizen Kane to understand the beauty of movies. You know, uh, there, there, it's, it's been done since then. And that doesn't take away from the original. The original was this hugely impactful thing. Generations of filmmakers are impressed by it. And it's still an impressive film, but for the time, it's impressive. But it's been built upon since then. I think the same thing with, like, Taoist texts and a lot of things like that. Like, for the time, it was impressive, but now there's much more to it. Like, a lot of the philosophy has been, you know, that philosophy came about before, you know, we understood gravity. Well, we still don't understand gravity. That was a bad idea. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't understand physics, you know, the nature of the universe, um, molecules, I mean, everything, the spherical universe, the, the heliocentric universe. I mean, and by universe, I mean solar system. I always say that wrong. I, I know what I'm talking about. I just said it backwards. Uh, so, I, I mean, I guess some of the philosophy behind it is interesting. Same as kind of the uh, the Bible. There's some good philosophy in it, but for the most part, a lot of the rules are just antiquated, and it's for a world that didn't exist, you know? A lot of that Old Testament Talmud... Uh, uh, what's, the, what's the other book uh, that the Jews read? The Talmud and the... Um, the Torah. Uh, like, a lot of the, a lot of the edicts in there, the, the things that are banned, are because of, like, health reasons, but they put it as spiritual. Like, the ban on pork is because for, uh, what's it, trichinosis, you know, of, and pork or hooved animals and shellfish and mixing things. It was, it was a way to keep healthy. It had nothing to do with, like, you know, sinfulness. So, I mean, back then, they couched it in those terms, and it was useful, but now we understand words like trichinosis. So... <clears throat> yeah, so anyway, it's an interesting book. I'll, I'll keep reading it, and uh, I'm sure I can find a lot of virtue in it, uh, a lot of interesting things. I think it's been built upon so much that it's not as impactful, because I've heard, you know, there's been 40 philosophies since then that have built upon those initial teachings. So reading those initial teachings is a shocking, you know? If I had only seen a few movies, then so Citizen Kane, I'm sure it would be bowled the fuck over, but having seen, you know, there's some network, you know? It's, you know I've already seen fucking... I've seen giant dinosaurs and, and fucking blue people and avatar suits and yeah, I, I know what a Wookiee is you know there's there's a lot of shit that happens in Citizen Kane not to say that I'm comparing those two films but I think you get the overall thematic concern of the argument uh, yeah so uh, anyway that's my foray into Taoism I, I guess I'm gonna wrap this up now uh, that was that was fun. I'm glad I came back a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna eat my garbanzo beans. It's gonna be a delicious dinner. I'm gonna take some vitamins, and I'm gonna try to avoid a niacin flush, which I've discovered uh, since taking these vitamins. I've probably talked about that too. I really should go back and listen. I haven't really listened to the, uh, the previous ones to now. I've listened to them, uh, the spots to edit before. Like while I do it now, I just kind of write down where I want to edit as I go. But um, 
I've listened to uh, I've listened to some of them. I should listen to them again to find out what you know, what if anything I've talked about. I mean, I've talked about a lot of stuff, but you know what I'm saying, so I have to stop saying I've talked about this before. So since then, I think I've decided to buy that voice recorder. I'm going to buy that tomorrow, or at least put the order in on Amazon for that tomorrow. And um, then we'll have some people to interview, because I'd really like someone to talk to, because this is kind of depressing. Anyway, uh, I'm going to sign off now. Uh, it was nice talking to you guys, and I will see you... Um, I'll see you next time. Remember to um, write me emails. Uh, uh, one angry anthropoid at gmail.com. The number one angry anthropoid at gmail.com. There's uh, there should be a link to it on the Podomatic site where you got this podcast from. So um yeah all right God bless good luck and uh, uh, I'm glad the rapture uh, didn't happen or I mean I'm glad the rapture didn't happen because if you're hearing this you weren't raptured and then. If you weren't raptured, that means you're a sinful person. You're burned in the fires of hell eternally. And I would hate to have the fine people listen to that podcast go that way. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, Godspeed.